Hey, this is Kendra. And this is April. And you are listening to Nocturnal Distractions. Hello, everybody. Hello. I literally just remembered that I've got some shout outs to do and I didn't write anything down. That's okay. I want to do a shout out type thing or whatever. Can I do that? Indeed. Okay. All right. So hi, everybody. This is April. Um, I don't get onto the Twitter or the Instagram because I um, technology frightens me. I have no idea what I'm doing when I look at it and I get really confused. But Kendra gets on there and she tells me what's going on. And I just want to say thank you to everybody that has given five star reviews and the um, and the comments that you make are our, our interaction. This is like three years in the making and we've been through a lot of stuff, you know, and like I know this woman inside and out and she's a beautiful woman and a lot of it has to do with her. So um, I just want to say thank you to everybody and maybe someday I'll get on there and I'm not trying to be rude at all, I promise. And plus I get lost in it and, and then I'd want to like... Ah have a full blown out conversation with everybody and I don't have time to oh, like that. take a fucking shit most days. Right. <laughs> like, seriously, <laughs> like there's just so much going on and like, fuck man. But I just want to say thank you to everybody. And I do love you and I appreciate all of you. Yes. I do keep her informed every time any of you has said anything, you know, uh, in reference to her, I like screenshot it and I send it to her cause I know that she does not, get on any of those and I'm the one that's like checking it you know 12 times a day or, or <laughs> it's just like natural like a instinctual thing with me it's like I'm on my phone I'm like oh let she's me just, good at technology let me just let me check this really quick two hours later I'm still on there um <laughs> but yeah um, we, we did get another five-star review from Oscar Oscar yeah. I'm sorry. I'm terrible with names. Um, but yeah, we got another five-star review. And again, we still have those other two five-star reviews that are hanging around out there that I haven't heard from anybody about who put them. But we appreciate We you. appreciate it. Let us know. And, and yeah, we'll do whatever. Um, I also wanted to say that everyone should go over to MQ'd Murder, Mystery, and Mayhem. They have their patreon page set up now so you should definitely subscribe to be a patron 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 because once they reach 100 they will show their faces instead of just being like dinosaurs in the background yeah they're not catfishing us people yeah they're like they're (laughs) they're totally hiding themselves unless there's 100 so let's get on it let's let's make that happen um also that's not good a true crime podcast also has a patreon and Malison Mocktails has one. And Malison Mocktails is awesome, too, because if you don't drink like we don't drink, mm-hmm. she teaches you how to make some what looks like really kick-ass mocktails. Mocktails. There wow. you go. So you can still be fancy. Yeah. Not yeah. get shit-faced doing it. Basically, so you can still tell a story without forgetting where you're at. No offense to anybody. But like, by all means, if you can drink while doing it. I know you gals over at M-Cube, like, doing Picton case. You've got to be drinking. I understand. <laughs> Get down oh, on it. We just know that we can't because stuff's already scattered the way it is. God forbid we had any kind of thing in our system. <laughs> yeah, this is just as normal. This is normal. This is normal. This is normal. This isn't even, yeah. What? Sorry, I got distracted. Did you say why did the cow- no? The my Amazon X show was saying why did the cow do jumping jacks? Oh, so it's I, got jokes on it. Yeah, well, if I asked it, the joke. that's awesome. She's I got about, this fun little did. new device. I have no idea what it's called. It's and an Amazon show or it's, it's an, an Echo show. It's an Echo show, and it does fancy stuff. 
Oh, now it's listening. And now it's talking to me. That creeps Why me out. Why is it bringing ABC? Amazon, stop. Anyways, on to the next. <laughs> Amazon. We'll just pause it. All right, there we okay. go. See, I don't, I don't need to be touching <laughs> shit. All right. <laughs> what is the plane? What is it on there? Um, this is um, bad reputations. Blackhearts. Okay. Oh, uh, Amazon. Big heart hairband. Go to home. It doesn't want to listen to her. It's well, defiant. It's listening to you. Oh, sorry. Amazon, stop. Okay, we're good. Sorry, we had a pause for the device. Yeah. <laughs> all right, anyway. I usually don't use that word that often, so I wasn't that concerned about it because all my other devices are named something different. Huh. We're not going to say any of those names right now. We're all the whole house going off. That's not. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I might have had some other shout-outs there that I needed to do, and I have just blanked, but if I remember, I will do it before my next episode. There we go. Anyway, so we have April today. Hello, hello. Who's got us a, a story, a tale. A tale. Of a tale from times past. It's a tale of two kingdoms, actually. All right, so we're going way, way back um, to our first serial. Fucking love it, man. Okay, we're going way back to um, the first serial killer ever recorded. Ever known he's the first person. And um, we're going back. I don't know if any of you guys know your history, but the Hundred Year War. Do you know what the Hundred Year War no. is? I don't know my history that far back. Are you right? kidding me? <laughs> it is the, um, it's a um, conflict between two kingdoms, which would be England and France. Right? They, really? Yeah, it was a hundred. allies now, aren't they? I believe so. Huh. They have a love-hate relationship because get this, right? Like there was England, English people, but they were in France's like territory because of the way that the uh, bo their borders, their lines are, yeah. you know, and they fought over this like border for a hundred years, 56 battles, 56 battles. Did they get anywhere? Did they get anywhere? Well, England's got the land. <laughs> I oh. think England won that one. Even though they're allies now, they obviously yeah. made friends. But like point. I said, they're but a fucking love hate. A hundred years. Yeah, could you imagine that? Yeah. But that's like your entire life. That could be like if, if you were born during that time. That means you were born and died during wartime. Yeah. Well, not necessarily. Well, well like because we live to be a hundred now. Back then, people Back died then at did. like yeah. forty, and that was old. Yeah, which is crazy to think about, you know. But our um. Our character, our main event, the guy, I don't know what the fuck you would call him, but the person, he was in this the war. The serial killer? The serial <laughs> There we go, people. Um, he, he was a great, um, he was a war hero, I guess you could say. And he worked next to, he worked, and he fought next to Joan of Arc. That's pretty cool. So yeah. wait, what, what year? What this, this was in 13, I've got that written down someplace. No, it was, um, so he died, he was executed and charged with his murders and died in 1446, I believe it was. Um, and so the Hundred Year War started in the 1300s. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's what. Uh, that and is way, way back. That's way beyond my school. It is. And he worked with a Joan of Arc. Now, I didn't realize that Joan of Arc was just a peasant. She was a peasant yeah. girl. Yeah. Who the angels came to her and said, You're going to help France. Mm -hmm. And she, like, when this was war. A badass. She was. 10, ten battles. She went yeah, to and, and even when they it. finally like burned at stake, like she just took it. She like 
whatever. Mm -hmm. And so like this, um, this tale that I'm going to tell you, it's uh, more of a like theory, 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 because not a lot of like, there wasn't a lot of physical evidence, you know, it's just hearsay. And back then you could be accused of anything for any reason. You know what I mean? I mean, that was in the 1800s. Yeah. Okay. Right. So after, after his career in, um, I'll probably tell you what his name is, right? Do you want to know what his name is? I was, I was, wait, I was going to let you get to it. I thought maybe you were like letting the like, like mysteriousness, like go on right? out a little Now bit. I don't know how to say his first name. It's either Giles or Giles de Reyes. I have no idea. It is a G I L L E S. Was he? And he what, what was, he message? was, he's English. Right. Probably he was Giles, maybe Giles. Right. And this is a trip and like, and I'll read it here after, but like his, he was born in England mm-hmm. and he lived, but it was in France's land. Right. Like, I don't even understand how that worked. So he was born in England, but he lived in France. Was that because but it was like, England's territory in France? And that's what they were fighting over England's back then. Territory. Okay. In France. Right. Go for it. Would that be like us trying to take over part of Canada? Something like that, yeah. Canada taking a part of us, which right? Would probably be for the better, actually. <laughs> <laughs> probably be for the better. But um, his outstanding career as a soldier in the Hundred Year War, um, and with Joan of Arc, has been enough to guarantee his place in history. Today, though, those um, achievements can only be seen in the shadows of the secret life he led as a predator. Of more than a hundred, a hundred gruesome child murders. Oh fuck! Not, oh man! Mm-hmm. A rampage which made him the like, first serial killer in recorded history. Like, it's not bad enough that he's the first serial killer. He's gonna go after children. Yeah, of course. You know, so he's like the first pedophile too, kind of. In the early life of Giles de Reyes, I'm just going to say de Reyes because I know how to say that. I don't know. I don't want to slaughter the first one. Was marked by tragedy. Both his parents died um, in about 1415. His father, Guy de Lavala, I don't know. Lavala? Lavala? I don't know. Okay. (laughs) Was killed in a gruesome hunting accident that de Reyes may have witnessed and his mother Marie de Crana Crana Crayon Crayon okay so we'll do that crayon crayon died of an own an unknown cause he was raised by his maternal grandfather Jean de Crayon Crayon I like that okay as a young man de Reyes seemed to have been imp impudent and hot-headed characteristics that translated well to the battlefield and he was um he was skilled and he was fearless fighter when Joan of Arc appeared on the scene in ni- in 14 I want to say 19 in 1429 he was assisted by oh, he was a he was no assigned oh, okay. <laughs> by the Dauphin the Dauphin that's what they used to call like. Um, so you're in France, you have the king, yeah, and the Dauphin was his son. He was the next in line. So it's not a prince; it was the Dauphin. Yeah, which is kind of cool. I like that better than I like prince. that better than prince. Yeah, it sounds more like I don't know, grown up because like regal. Almost. It's almost one of like there's a certain age like 
like when they're really young, it seems like they're too young to be called a prince. But then when they hit like past 18, they seem too old to be called a prince. Mm-hmm. So that's where that would come in. Hey, I agree. Friend. And he was later Charles the uh, 12th. Wait, what's the five and the seven? What's a five? You're asking a me v? Roman numerals? I know. It's I a V no and then the two. Okay. To watch so over he was her a in battle. Yeah. To, and he was assigned to watch over Joan of Arc in the battle. The two of them fought together in some so of the major wars. To protect Joan of Arc. Yeah. To make sure that, because I mean, she was a peasant girl. Well, yeah. You know, back then women didn't even have a voice. But still, like, I'm surprised that they put somebody in charge of protecting her. Like, well, that she was annoyed by God. That's true. You but know? that still just shows how like a big of a deal that she Yeah. Was and this guy too. Right. I'm going through the history because this guy was mm-hmm. a major player in our fucking history. Yeah. You know, and he got tossed aside because of his actions. Or yeah. did he really do it? Oh. I was about to say, um, I think that he deserved to get tossed aside for the murder of a hundred kids, but uh, okay, I got, okay. Mm-hmm. I'll go along here. And the may um um including the lifting of the saga of Orleans. Now I should have looked that one up. In fourteen twenty nine, he was appointed to the position of Marshal of France, France's highest military distinguishedness. So would that be kind of like what is that, the Secretary of State? Possibly, yeah. United States? Is huh? that like the highest military person? I I believe so. Okay. I'm not hundred percent on that. Actually, I have no idea. It sounds good, so we'll go with it. <laughs> but so like this may like he, people aren't going to tell him what to do if they see yeah, him doing something no. shady no, or if, yeah. yeah if they have a suspect about him doing something it's not going to be thought about you know so no because look after them exactly and back then like you just didn't get like hung you got tortured you got quartered people pulled you apart yeah you, they tied you to horses right so just let the guy do whatever he wanted to do you know. Now, after after the death of Joan of Arc um, in 1413, he spent most of his time at his estate, which among his riches in West France. Um, the king had a order, made a decree mm-hmm. that they were not allowed to take any more of his possessions because he started living above his means. He made a whole play. Wait, you can live above your means back then? They got like credit cards or something? Like, Basically, it's not credit. How does that even happen? Right? It's just where your, your word of your honor, your say that I'll pay this yeah, back or, you I know. Guess, and when you're like, a military guy, yeah. you just get things. And it got to the point where he had to start selling off his estate, which wasn't really his. Like he inherited from his mm-hmm. family because that's how things were. The king of France was like, nobody is allowed to take his property. Like he's getting out of fucking control. So even though he's technically English. Mm-hmm. He's now living in France. And, and he fought king, for France. And the king of France is saying, don't take your shit. Exactly. And so, like, here's the thing. Like, he was born technically in France, but uh, inhabit- right, but it was inhabited. See, that's what I don't understand. So, like, so I wonder if he could, I wonder if he himself considered himself a Frenchman or an Englishman. Hmm. Not Curious. that it matters. But, oh. yeah, that's interesting that. I wish somebody would come along and say, hey, you don't owe any of your debt anymore. Apparently, I got to go fight a battle. Right. It's like he took advantage of this. But I'm thinking, so like Joan of Arc died five years after, before like his execution and all of the war and all of that could have played a part in um, a lot of his psyche. Yeah. 
Right? I'm not saying that he should have been running around fucking killing things. I mean, that's true because at the same time, then you could say the same thing about anybody who's been in war. Right. They're just going to wind up with Joan of Arc. Now, and I want to remind people, if you don't already know, which I'm sure you do, back then people were starving. You were getting diseases. Life fucking sucked. Like you'd bathe once every three years. Something like that, you know. So despite what the movies show, their teeth were not white. And they were not sexy. Their hair was not pretty. Mm. Nobody wanted to have sex with that. No. Yeah, I don't even know. I'm going to say that. That's why they had a lot of syphilis going on. I'm just saying. But so like back then there was a lot going on and you would do just about anything to live above your means. You know, you want to eat. So a lot of people have been known to be Satanists. You know, they're worshiping gods or trying to call upon the devil, you know, and he is one of them. Oh, so oh. to say, or like what is so to say, that's what people said about him. Okay. You like, know, because like ever since I learned that those few facts, remember how I learned that stuff about Satanism and mm-hmm. how it's not like what we all think oh, it I is. Know. So now every time I hear somebody be like, oh, it's all about Satanism, I'm, I, my mind automatically goes, is that really about satanic? It. That's the word that I needed yeah. to use. Is satanic? It's like we warped that whole thing, thing. into yeah. like just like with Wiccan uh, and all that. Anyway. It is kind of sad, but so yeah. like the thing. Um, all right. So in the years of De Reyes, seems to have been increasingly concerned with religion and his own salvation. In 1433, he financed and constructed construction of a, a chapel. For the bliss of his soul, which he called the Chapel of the Holy Innocent, and which was staffed horrifyingly in the light of De Reyes's crimes, with a boy, with a boy's choir selected by De Reyes himself. Now oh, he's fuck. accused of mostly killing young boys, right? Like I said, first pedophile answer. Right. He's also um, invested in occult as a means to save his rapid collapsing finances, employing and succession of like, oh, and a succession of alchemists and sorcery. So back so then, he's into sorcery, occult, but he built a chapel to save his soul, kind of? Right. I feel like this guy's got a whole bunch of like, he doesn't know where his spiritual path is at. And I also think it's a whole lot of around this time, like France has not completely won this land over. Yeah. And neither has England. And back then people wanted to tarnish your name. And when you're tarnished with those things, like you are cut off completely, completely. Yeah. Like all of the kings and queens had sorcerers, like Nostradamus. He was for France, right? Yeah, I mean, but they kept uh, him in the dark because if he were brought to light, like. Yeah. I mean, think about it this way. I mean, an alchemist back then really is just somebody who creates kind of like potions and medicines. Mm-hmm. That's just their doctor. Yeah. But if anybody else had them, but yeah. Right. Um, it says, meanwhile, rumors had begun to circulate. Children had gone missing in the area around the around De Reyes's castle, and many of these disappearances seemed to be connected to the activities of De Reyes and his servants, because it was common for young boys to be permittedly separated, permanently separated from their parents. Mm-hmm. Um, if they were taken on by a nobleman as a servant, because that makes sense, because they're trying to give him a better life. That's what. Um Elizabeth, Queen, that one that the, the beheaded a bunch of people in the Bloody Mary one, or 
or that and Bloody Mary. Yeah. That's what she would do is say, Oh, let me have your you peasants, let me have your kids and I'll raise them in my castle. They didn't know they were going to be tortured. Yeah. It's fucking it's And then she sad. ran out of peasants' kids and had to go on to nobles' kids and that's when stuff got fucked up. Damn. It's just but I'm surprised that they noticed that many kids were going missing because a lot of the times back in those days, like if a kid in the family went missing, it was more along the lines of one less mouth to feed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That had been a lot going missing. So when I started to read some of this and towards the end, I don't know. My gut says that he is not who these people say he was. You know, I could be wrong, but I usually go off of my spidey senses, right? My spidey senses. Spidey tingly senses. (laughs) Oh, no. So they would get separated from their parents permanently, you know, Mm -hmm. for um, servants or pages. Um, Some of his victims' parents would have been truly unaware of the children's fate. Mm -hmm. In other areas, though, they raised murdered, murderous predictions may have become something of an open secret. So it came out during his trial. So what what proof do they have any proof that no. he's actually done or is this just I'm based on to it. Oh, okay yeah yeah but you're on the right thing like there is no physical evidence right oh, okay kind of like the sweden guy only way 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 back when <laughs> yes. and he probably wasn't controlled by drugs but the families of the victims were restrained by fear the yeah. low social status, yeah. status from taking action against him de reyes wasn't arrested until september 1440 when he kidnapped a priest after a dispute that was unrelated to the murders. He kidnapped the priest? Mm-hmm. How do you kidnap a priest? He was then tried concurrently um, in a civil court for a range of offenses, including her, her heresy, yeah, heresy, sodomy, and the murder of more than 100 children. Under threat of torture, De Reyes confessed to the charges and described ritualistic torture, torturing dozens of children, kidnapping by servants. Like, so he had his people, his mm-hmm. servants, over a period lasting nearly a decade. A decade, He was sentenced to death, simultaneously burning, burned and hanged. And the punishment was carried out in Natees, N-A-N-T-E-S-S, mm-hmm. on October 26, 1440. De Reyes had been um, contrite and composed, contrite, right? Yeah. And composed in the face of his execution. This bizarrely brought his posthumous. Yeah. Oof. As the model of a Christian penitence. Yeah. So, in other words, it made him seem like he was not guilty, I think. Yeah. Because I don't, it just his actions, you know. When you say, like, under the threat of torture, he admitted it. Well, of course, because whether or not he's guilty, like, you can either be executed right now or we could torture you. What's your choice? We're going to do one or the other anyway. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like with um, Julia Tofani. Tofana. Yes. Like, they kept torturing her until she gave him the right number. That's what made me think of it. I went, we went back to that case. I was like, I wonder if. You know what I'm saying? They would have just, I would have said anything to make it stop. Well, yeah. And that's just the thing. It's like, here's your choices. Like either be quartered by a horse or put on like all these whatever torture contraptions or just die. Because mm-hmm. it's one way or the other, you're going to die. Pretty much. How painfully do you want to die? Now get this. A three-day fast was even observed after his death. 
In one last nauseating irony, the tragedy emerged in the anniversary of De Reyes' execution by whipping their children. Wait, what? Yeah. What? 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 Uh-huh. Perhaps to impress upon them the gravity of the sins for which he had repented. Okay. Okay. So, so let me get this straight. He was executed. Mm-hmm. And following his execution, everybody in that city kingdom area, they had to fast for three days. They were already starving, but they had to fast for three days. And then they whipped their own children mm-hmm. because he killed children. Mm-hmm. Why do I feel like that's not the right lesson to be teaching? Mm-hmm. This practice is believed to have survived for more than a century after his death. Wait, wait, wait. So like they did it every year? Uh-huh. Like, it was like an annual thing, like, a, instead of, like, a celebration of, like, I don't happiness, they whip their children? Yeah. Fun day. In modern times, what is that word? Revisionist. Okay, have questioned whether or not De Reyes yeah, truly... Yeah, so people who went back and revised it. ...was truly guilty of the crimes in which he was executed for. Nothing that... Nothing of... No, no. no thank you. Noting that his confession was extracted mm-hmm. using threats of torture and historians who have examined the evidence of De Reyes' trial thought to continue to believe that he did not in fact commit these crimes. That's interesting. So but like part of me, okay, I don't know for sure, but it's just like one of those things where it's like, okay, there obviously were a hundred some kids missing, right? Yeah. So where did they go if if he didn't do it? Like where where did they go? Did they run? Did they like Maybe they run to right, and maybe he did bring them in, and maybe his fortune was going kaput because he was bringing in all of these. Because man, he fought next to Joan of Arc, who yeah. was crusading for the fucking god, right? Yeah. For the better part, mm-hmm. you know, that's who he said. So he is for Christianity. Do you know he's a religious sort of, man? But he was also tied to like the background, and that might not have been true. Right. And so like he makes this chapel and when he's going to get burnt, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's doing all of these things that don't match up with what they say he has done. So I wonder then maybe he did have those hundred kids. Maybe mm-hmm. he raised them in the chapel and then they went off to different things and or maybe- there was just no communication between families because it was the 13, 1400s. Right. And it also could have been by the time he had gotten those kids, they were sick and they might still. have died as well. You know, there's so many possibilities that are just, or he sent them off to go someplace else, mm-hmm. you know, traveling. And there's you so You almost wonder many- though, like... Uh, you would almost think that, okay, I know records aren't the best, but some record of who they came from? I don't think not peasants. No, like you, no, that kind of sucks. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, basically, so, okay, so then you as a peasant are entrusting this person with your child. Basically, you're saying, here, you're adopting my child. They're not really your, their child anymore. So mm-hmm. how can they really accuse him of murdering them mm-hmm. when they don't know because they gave up? Not that, would, not that it would be right if he did, but I'm just saying, like, how do they say, oh, my son's missing if... And there's ben, almost, And then some of them might not... I don't and know. And the parents might have died also. That's like, they might have... He might have gotten people where their parents were on the brink of death. Their or died was, while he had them for a year or two. Exactly. And, and so there's so many possibilities as to where these kids actually went. Mm-hmm. How many he actually took. And 100 might have been something that was forced to say well, yeah, with these guys yeah. 
Well, then the thing, my other thing is if there's no evidence, like, okay, a hundred bodies, even if they're kids, like, there would be, you have to put them somewhere. Mm-hmm. I don't think, I mean, it's not like they had, like, the, the whatever the thing that they use for cremation. Cremation. It's not like they had stuff like that back then. They would have had to bury them or something somewhere. Right. And that's a lot to bury in your backyard, even if you have a big castle. This is true. And now. And somebody um, would have said something. Eventually. Well, they did. Obviously, they did. And why was he kidnapping a priest? I'm guessing that it was yeah. a dirty priest. Like a priest who was doing the fucking church wrong. Yeah, but so why would you kidnap him? Like, what because he's not a God-fearing person. Well, I understood that, but, probably... is it, but is you kidnapping him very God-fearing? Oh, that's true. But, you know, their their morals and their values. So what did he do with the priest when he kidnapped him? They didn't talk about that. They just oh. said they kidnapped him. I'm assuming he got him back. Well, you know, because so. they didn't murder him, obviously, because otherwise it would be a murder kidnapping. Not is this kidnapping? Right. And so, um, oh, man, I lost my train of thought, whatever I was going to say. Um, Maybe we should take a break. Oh, because I should a, get popcorn and go potty. Potty okay. and popcorn. It's the double P time. It's double P time. Bye. We'll be right back. And we're back. I hope you enjoyed your PAP break. <laughs> your double P break. Double P, double P break. <laughs> She'll get it down. I'll get it down. That was <laughs> that was all I provide there. <laughs> all sometimes right. I have good ideas. Sometimes I don't have good ideas. Sometimes she has good ideas. Sometimes she has better ideas. <laughs> I love you. Just saying. All right. So we're back to the De Reyes case, right? Um, I know it was kind of chopping all over the place probably there for a minute. Um, but it is really a long time ago history, which is, it's kind of choppy. It's kind of choppy, you know, because there's so many holes. There's so there many holes. holes. And um, so in all of this, there was a, um, a thing. There was a, there was a lots of things. <laughs> there was a thingy thing. <laughs> Fucking thingy, thingy, great. Thingy, thingy. Okay, so France Night de Reyes inspired the folktale Bluebeard. What is this? Which is funny because this picture of him does not have a beard. No, I mean it's like one of those little itty bitty. Oh, okay, like those kind of beards, mm-hmm. like the musketeers. De Reyes was campaigning in arms to the. Whoa, legendary Joan of Arc fighting alongside her during the Hundred Year War. For his services, he was later appointed Marshal of France mm-hmm. through Joan of Arc. He was destined for a grim fate. <laughs> Indeed, in 1440, Giles was, um, de Reyes was self-confessed and convicted serial killer who may have been, may have been responsible. May have been for over for the deaths of over a hundred children. And it, it some say there's some recorded that it was 600. And so that's what yeah, makes that's what, me yeah. feel all kind of wonky about it. Little more than a decade earlier, no one could have imagined that the young knight would come to such an end raising Reyes, Reyes fought alongside of Joan of Arc and the saga of Orleans by 1429. He was once, he was one of the four Lords chosen to for the honor of bringing the holy amulet ampula ampula At first i thought i said ampula yeah, like amputate and i'm like wait what's up ampula right my phone's gonna die right now that's a real life situation so now i'm this okay happens a lot. i don't know what the freaking blue um 
whatever it Blue is. Bluebeard? Bluebeard. I'm getting tired, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know what the hell that is. Well, you would think it would be in this article. Since you would have thought, but it's not here. It's not charging. Use the red cord. No, it won't go inside of the hole. Use the red cord. The red cord doesn't do it because the box is in a fast charging thing. Well, but it doesn't. I thought we decided it still charges it. Oh, look it. You must have changed. Nope. Well, it but doesn't. It still should, it should still charge. We're definitely. Is it not charging? No, it has a big old X on it. I no, hate. It, no, it has. Oh. Yeah. Hold on. Just need to do the box. Time out. So, We've got some technical difficulties. We're going to let people go ahead pause. and talk and hope that her phone doesn't die on us here. Yeah. Now I'm really Because I had it written down. but Okay. So. What the well, fuck? Oh, here we go. <laughs> well, first of all, you were trying to use a micro USB cord. <laughs> That'll do it. Here. Here's okay. the right cord. Do you want the right cord now? <laughs> yes, I do. Thank you. Everyone, oh. this is why I am in charge of technology. <laughs> yes, this is why. Oh, look at that. And it's working. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. That's great. Oh, my gosh. Anywho's blue, blue, all right, blue so beards. Also, in this, he... Man, he was just all over the place. He financed and produced a massive theatrical spe spe spectacle. Spectacle. I need to go to bed of his own, like a making. Right, the play, which consists of more than two hundred thousand fucking lines. So he wrote a play. Uh huh. Featuring some. 140 speaking parts because back then it wasn't a whole lot of speaking and more than 500 extra for each performance some 600 costumes were constructed worn once then discarded uh -huh. to be made afresh for the next show okay so let's get this right again people are starving to death mm -hmm. and they're getting rid of stuff mm -hmm. this feels like the rich people of nowadays yeah pretty much so he was a playwright he wrote after plays. after it's like he lost his fucking mind after the war he yeah, had like postpartum like, you, you've got to be a little creative to like write right? a fucking play mm -hmm. how do you go from that to like like that's that's where i find a hard time like how do you go from that to like killing children right those who attended his extravaganzas were treated lavishly with food and drink providing on it provided on his dime even though france uh, financing and theatrical undertakings had already driven him to the brink of bankruptcy as early as 1432 reyes began selling off his holdings upon his grandfather's death in november of that year the elder lord left his sword and breastplate to reyes younger brother in the public display of his displeasure with the young noble like he was pissing his fucking parents or his oh, grandparents man. off right you know nonetheless um he borrowed heavily lavished his family's collection and objects um, manuscripts and even clothes as collateral ultimately the king himself delivered a royal edict yeah declaring reyes as spendthrift and <laughs> right the wording they used back then oh my god forbidding anyone in the kingdom from entering into a kind of contract with the extravagance whatever lord so like he kind of said like you can't take his shit but also don't give him money pretty fucking much that makes sense now what i'm not understanding why isn't this one talking about the blue beard it makes bottom. yeah that's what i'm trying to get i had it on the damn notes 
Oh, the ones that chocolate milk got spilled on? Yeah. Gotta... She was doing so good. She actually had notes wrote down, guys. I'm so proud of her. Like, I thought that was just me. And she was like, no, the chocolate milk spilled on. And I'm like, fuck. Mm-hmm. And then I had to ask her who spilled the chocolate milk because I was about to not forgive the person. And then I found out it was his kid. So it's okay. So We're it's good. okay. I can't get mad at the kid. No, she's awesome. I just. Oh, Bluebeard. Thank you very much. Okay, perhaps most notably, Reyes is thought to be a historical inspiration for Francis Folktale Bluebeard. The story concerning a nobleman who married a succession, uh, a yeah, right, a succession yeah. of wives, each of whom he secretly murdered. The climax of the tale occurred when his newest wife entered a forbidden room within the castle, where the bodies have been hidden. While the story clearly differs from some key points, numerous scholars have nonetheless drawn parallels between the supposed crimes of De Reyes and the story of Bluebeard. Whether or not De Reyes was guilty of the heinous, heinous, (laughs) thank you, crimes for which he was put to death, his name has been forever entwined with that of a fictional killer. And you know what I find funny there? Like, and you hear this, and like, like, this is just kind of a tangent, but you know, like, sometimes you'll have, like, these husbands that are like, don't go in the, you, you're not allowed in this room. You know what happens when you tell somebody they're not allowed in somewhere? It's the first one. They're going to go in there. But nothing I ever, that, the Bluebeard article was the only one that ever um, said anything about wives. Yeah, but that was just, like, a story loosely based on. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to ask you that. Like, apparently he was never married or anything. No. So I don't know. I guess nobody wants to hear about kids getting murdered. So you move it to wives. You know what I mean? So maybe that's where it comes from. But here is the thing that trips me up. I want to know, because I have my theory, right? Mm -hmm. I think that this is a tall tale um, that somebody made up about him. I wonder if it was one of those people that he owed money to. Because he obviously owed money to people. Right. But I feel like um, one minute you're in and one minute you're not. Right. So like King Henry VIII, the one who off with the head and stuff like that, like one minute you're a prized possession and you love him. And then somebody says something and and they're the enemy. Yeah. Uh, Also jealousy. And then my other thing is like he was there to protect Joan of Arc, but then Joan of Arc was burned the stake. So I wonder if that had something to, just mm-hmm. because he was connected to her and then she was eventually found or supposedly to be terrible or I don't know what they consider. And here it goes but, like this because the king can never be wrong, right? The oh king God. can never be mm. wrong. And the king of France like followed Joan of Arc and he was – she had convinced him, right? Mm-hmm. And a whole bunch of other people like I'm going to win the war. This is what we're going to do. And instead of the king saying, hey, yo, I lost – you know, and put his pride and ego down, he couldn't. He had to blame it on somebody else. And it always has to be something extravagant. Isn't that like every world leader in the world now? And yeah. Just in general? Like nobody We've gotten a little bit blamed oh, yeah, for anything. Got, we're not beheading people anymore. No. And, that, and that's, that's our history. And this is why this is so interesting. You could see over a course of time that leaders mm-hmm. – and trust certain people so that they don't always have to take the fall and they can well, yeah. pinpoint it and blame That's it. True. Except for back then, it was, 
it's witchery or sorcery or something like that. Something and, that way you can get rid of the person. Mm -hmm. And so that the people still will love the king and still follow him. Mm -hmm. We got to blame it on other people. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, I think no, he I got caught in a really shitty situation yeah. right there. And, and they, they needed had to, to get rid of him. They had to come up with something absolutely horrendous. Uh huh. And what was more nobody, horrendous? Yeah, that nobody is going to like, you can't prove or disprove. Uh -huh. Like you, you can't prove whether or not those kids are gone because there's no record of them probably anyway. Right. And it's said to be like, he would straight up torture them. He would sit on these kids' chests, like right on the brink of death mm -hmm. and like basically pop them, you know, and laugh. Like I, a man who is can like about God and he's crusading because mm -hmm. he thinks is not going to go do something like that. No. And like by the sounds of it, like you said, when the torture or the whatever, like, he made up a story mm -hmm. that he thought they wanted to hear. And obviously they're all about torture back then. So he had to come up with something really terrible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you know anything about our history, the um, don't piss off the king, you know, yeah. and back then I know that the king of um, France, I don't know if it was around that time or it was before. Anyways, um, he got, uh, what's that called? Syphilis. Like these people were having mm. mad sex, swapping diseases around, going Syphilis fucking crazy. Fuck head, yeah, there's a lot of that going on, especially in France. They had a lot of inbreeding too, because you had to keep it all within the line, the, the, the royal line. bloodline, which meant you had a lot of inbreeding. And there's some very interesting portraits. We'll put it that way. Yeah, I don't know. Those so high foreheads, yet yeah, those weren't pretty. Right? They say they were, but that was it. <laughs> and yeah. this case is like it's um it's a part of our history and and the things that it has formed and become today and you could look at look at our history mm -hmm. and how dictatorship and and coming to be and i um the the, the medieval time like right oh, like it was Lord. gruesome as fuck yeah but thank god they did what they had to do that's what they thought that they had to do and they did some gruesome shit uh yeah some yeah really gruesome oh, shit god, yeah but how else were they supposed to run a country I don't even know. Fear. I mean, that's how we still kind of do it a little bit. You know what I mean? On what country you're in. I don't know how to explain that. But, but no, I, I mean, that makes sense because, yeah, they, I mean, and a lot of the stuff that they were doing the Crusades was in the name of Christianity. Mm -hmm. But either way, like, stuff was a lot bloodier back then. It had to be. Mm -hmm. You didn't have guns or anything. You can't, you don't have bombs. You don't have, like, it's up close personal battle torture. They had no, they had no, what is it? Oh, God. What is it called that all the countries in the world come together for like Treaties? war crimes? Yeah, but there's like one major one where you're like, you're not supposed to torture, you're not supposed to blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, uh, it's just war crimes. United Nations. I don't know what it is, but war crimes. A global police. Something or other. But there's like a certain thing that like, it's kind of like a, just a known thing that like, there's certain lines you don't cross. Right. Anymore. And that came from this error. Yeah. And errors like this. Like we have rules for a reason, people. Yeah. I don't like rules. Trust me. I will break it, loophole the fuck out of but it I'm any okay chance I can. But okay with rules about like not being tortured. <laughs> right. But they have to come from someplace. Yeah. I mean, all of these people had to go through a shit ton of stuff. So we know not to fucking do it today. And that's why I... Except for we recreate it in different See, ways. See, but I think that's, that's the, the thing with, like, on. history, too, because, like, a lot of the stuff, let's, like, okay, let's go ahead and take American history, for example. Like, talk about just smoothing over a lot of the fucked up shit mm -hmm. that happened here. And the thing is, history is supposed to be taught to us, so we don't repeat it. Mm -hmm. But if it's not being taught the right way and in the correct fashion with the actual facts, how are we supposed to not do it again? Dun, dun, dun.
And that's and that, but the other unfortunate part of that is there's a lot of really terrible, gruesome things out there that are that people don't want to talk about because of the fact, like it's just it's hard to talk about. And the same, t- it's just hard to talk about. Like there's um something that I would like to cover, a case that I would like to cover one day, but it's it's bad. Uh, it's basically the unknown not like concentration camp only it was with the japanese and the chinese oh uh, yeah the 731 the endearment camps no 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 no, not in america i'm talking about oh. over in china it was called unit 731 where they did all these human experimentations on these like chinese people like the japanese yeah i mean it's 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 bad they killed like five hundred thousand people altogether and nobody knows about it you know, it's because Adolf Hitler was the only person who. But it had nothing to do with it. No, what I'm saying oh. is like over the course of time, mm-hmm. right, you will see that there has been, whether it's in your own country or other countries, there has been a targeted whatever. Mm-hmm. And they have been massacred mm-hmm. or they have been tortured or they have been enslaved, you know, and it's getting shorter and shorter between times when this is happening. And people are just getting smarter and smarter about covering that shit up. And this happened like right at the beginning of World War Two, like before. But anyway, yeah, they covered this. Up. There was absolutely no survivors at all. When they knew that stuff was going down, like they were about to be whatever, they killed everybody. And how There's- come we know about it? One of the That's workers. something I can get to okay. when I do it. That's why we're doing they, it. Again, yeah. Let's just say that <clears throat> the people that were in charge of it sold some stuff, documents to some people, and got off scot-free. Fuck. And considering what they did, like, I mean, I've listened to a couple, of, and I'm just like... I just don't understand I sat there shit. with my mouth open the whole time, like, What? Is bad. Anyway, right? so like, that's something like eventually, like, but I, yeah, yeah, you're gonna have to grow a much tougher skin before we get into that. Really, like, I it have, makes me feel sick. I can't handle it. I know I might have. To I, I might have to do you that. Know, with Brian, I just right. Brian will have to come in for that one. I don't. I don't know. I just. I'm gonna finish wrapping this up, and then we might just go back to that. Okay. Honestly, okay. So tough questioning, especially if you're not from France. The question is all. Um, depends on which historian is interpreting and mm-hmm. that what's going on. Is he, um, is he a hero or is he a villain? You know what I mean? I mean, there's so many things that like, and this probably should have been one of those cases that I two parted it. You know what I mean? Cause there's so much that goes into it. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like when there's no real facts, facts. and that's how, how come I decided that it yeah. was just going to be, it is what it is. A lot you know? of it is just, discussing theories and speculation and whatever in france he was um remembered as a war hero who led the french army with joan of arc Mm -hmm. in the defeating of the hundred year war but also for murders of over a hundred children and inspiration the and inspired the myth of the tale of the bluebeard um like where do you go where do you go from that so his crimes are um he got into an argument with the priest and kidnapped mm-hmm. him um this brought him to the vast power that brought attention to him in the catholic church and um investigation was lost so really it wasn't until he kidnapped the priest that they started accusing him of this other stuff mm-hmm. otherwise there was no suspicion on him about any of that right exactly so what the hell did this like i'm i'm curious about who the priest was and what connections he had 
to where All what did this. he do? And then he got caught by this guy and they're like, oh shit, we got to turn this around. Yep. And that's exactly, exactly. And that's how fast it would happen. And yeah. people didn't see everybody day to day. You know what I mean? Because people lived far away mm -hmm. from each other in castles or over here. And so you, you don't. It's just a th it's just a weird thing that like until that priest got kidnapped, mm -hmm. like there was nobody saying, "Hey, I think this dude's taking all of our kids." Like nothing, nothing. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, you're the one. Yep. Yeah, watch. Investigation was lost and found that nearly a decade, for nearly a decade, he was engaging in horrible crimes, including the rape and murder of over a hundred children mainly boys witnesses also testified that they had sought um out alchemy and um the ordering of summons of gods which sacrificed young children right who are these witnesses that's what i'm talking about they probably uh, you know weren't anybody who were tortured into saying say, that yeah but say you know they were threatened with mm -hmm. torture here you'll have bread for a year i'll fucking say anything you want me to say well, they wouldn't even have to say that they would just have to be like look you want to be tortured or do you want to say this Mm-hmm. i'll say mm -hmm. that local peasants villagers were also brought forward claiming that their children had gone missing their children probably died or they never had the Mm-hmm. And then Giles confessed under threats and torture and was sentenced to death. And that and that was in 1440. Now, guilty or not guilty? For a long time, this was the accepted view of what had happened. Um, then a once great powerful war hero um, was a close associate of one of the patron saints of France. Joan of Arc had become dangerous and an inspired fairy tale. Whoever recent in the, however, in the recent years have been ex Over extensive revisions, yeah. researching and questioning about the evidence to support um, everything that was happening to him. Um, in 1992, which brought a verdict of not guilty why is there such a debate about the trials of Darius? It's because I so like, he didn't so fucking do it. So in 1992, they basically said, okay, he's not guilty? Mm-hmm. Now, that's a long, cold case. Well, I mean, it wasn't really, really a cold, cold case. case. It was a solved case, but it was a, is it really a case? case. Right. That kind of sucks. Right. Like, and I, and nobody, I just in general, like, you're tortured or, or whatever. You're basically, you are coerced. Co co coerced, coerced, whatever, into confessing something that you know you didn't do. You're killed knowing that your name is tarnished. It's been tarnished since 14 whatever, and it's not till 500 years later that they're like, ah, maybe he didn't do this. And this is what um, happened back then. You know, yeah. so I don't know if anybody else has ever done this case before or if anybody else has gone, you know, or if anybody's interested in this, I would like to hear other people's opinions and views on this case. That's how come I also did this, right? Because yeah. this is one where you can have a good fucking, there's a lot that happens in this. a lot. A lot of theories. Me personally, I believe he pissed off the wrong person, the priest, and this is how you got rid of people. Yeah. You know, and that sucks because- And it's because, an easy way to get rid of people. Yeah, because he was an amazing Because that's what human not, being. Like I said, up until that point, like if he'd been doing that stuff for a decade, and, like, there, was, and there was nobody saying anything, mm -hmm. And other than a hot temper, he showed no signs of any kind 
of he serial plays. serial killing behaviors. He plays. And you know what? My thought is too, like, if he's doing all these like extravagant galas and whatever with these plays and giving, you know, having the food on his dime and stuff, I I would almost think of him as a philanthropist. He was gay. He was gay. He did plays, right? <laughs> No, no, I know I am stereotyping, right? So, like, if you think well, about this, he wasn't married. Huh? He wasn't, and in France, it was okay to be yeah. both ways. But I feel like he was never married. Yeah. He um, did these plays, and he was a kind person. And um, all of it's directed towards it was mostly little boys, right? I'm assuming so. Maybe that they, uh, that could have been too. They thought he was going against the church because he was. Anyway, but my thought is, too, like, you priest. know, like, all this, like, stuff with, like, getting rid of all, selling all the possessions. Why is that? I mean, yeah, so he probably did owe people money, but maybe he just didn't take that much stock in material things. Maybe he was giving it away. Yeah, or, like I said, isn't that like a philanthropist or something yeah. where they basically kind of just give away all their riches because they don't need it? Mm-hmm. And they want to just give to other people and they want to whatever. repent and, like... You well, know, I feel like with that getting rid of all your material possessions to rid yourself your, of yeah. human of body, Sin. yeah, no, and like or, yeah. to be more convicted towards Christianity, you mm-hmm. know, like and what you're doing, your mission. Yeah. I think he was more of a patron, more of a saint. He should have been, but he pissed off the. I wonder if like. What if the priest found out he was gay and then he kidnapped the priest? I wonder if he ever kidnapped the priest. Right. Or if he just was like, hey, you want to come over to the, the chapel to have a discussion? And the priest is like, he kidnapped me. It could have been that. You know, he, I think he was just a peaceful man who had been to war and won 10 battles next to this amazing woman who just got burned at the stake. He became close with her. He, yeah. This was like a good friend of his. And now he just burned her at the stake. I think he just wanted to get away from all the lime life and, and, and help people uh-huh. and, and not you, hurt people anymore. Like yeah. he was at war for a long time. Exactly. And that's not something you did back then. He probably told the King of France, I don't want to do your bidding anymore. Yeah. that could be You know what I mean? Ruling. Don't tell the King of France. And that. so that's probably why he was cut off. Like nobody deal with him because you know, which you want to say no was, to the which King was of France. Honestly, here's the other thing. He was probably fine with that. And when the King realized that it didn't bother him that he was being cut off, that's mm-hmm. what really pissed him off. Because as it is now, people get jealous. People get jealous of kind people who are innately able to just give effortlessly. And when they're doing that and they see it, we get ugly about it. That's just human nature. It sucks, but that's just what it is. Today, it's the most retarded part of human nature ever. uh And back then, what was their only like way of retaliating, killing you? You know, torturing you, doing some shit like that. I'm glad that we moved past that. We don't do it physically, but we do it emotionally. Okay. So I looked this up, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, that's what else I was going to say. The gal from Malice and Mocktails, Mm -hmm. she sent me a message. She's from Texas. Apparently, they do not have a firing squad anymore. (laughs) (laughs) No, and she's like, she's like, that was hilarious, though. She's like, I just want you to thank you because if we have information wrong, by all means, tell us because we like to give the right information. So then, so then I went down this wormhole, right? So I looked up like what states had what for their like (laughs) um, execution things. There are some states who still have the firing squad as one of their ways of doing it. So there's the firing squad in some states. We've got basically these are the ones that are legal in different areas. You got firing squad, um, lethal injection, electrocution, gas chamber, and hanging. 
all still occur in this United States? They of are legal. That I don't know how they don't occur that often in some of these states, but they are there. If they wanted to do it, they if they could. wanted to do it, there are certain states. There are some states that don't have anything. There are some that don't have like the death sentence. There are some states that only do this, but then there are some where it's like they can choose whether they want this or this, or it's one of those things where it's like, if the lethal injection isn't available, then this is the alternative or this is the alternative. We got so many ways to fucking kill people. Do we have any ways to like be loving to people on some next level shit? Well, that's what the problem Cause then you've got the States that don't have a death penalty and then they got people sitting on death row. Right. For the rest of their lives. I'm like a border, this border that I used to be yeah. against the death. It's, the death it's penalty, those, like, but I grew up a little bit. Weird things. But anyway, so yeah, I have like, like I, there's like an actual website that shows like state by state, like what their, what their, their ways of killing people if they so choose to do so. Oh, nice. And what's funny is Texas, <laughs> Texas though, does have not only the most inmates on death row right now, but they also have the highest rate of actually following through with it. That is crazy. We used to be so quick to off with their heads, you know, and now it prolong and you well, got to have this and you got to have so that. So many of them gone to like this humane way of lethal injection, but they can't seem to find the drugs for it now. And they've had a lot of really botched lethal injections happening, which aren't humane. I have so many questions. Like, I don't know. Like, I just want to keep on going forever. After we turn this off, we probably will continue to talk about this. But like over the course of time, like... I wonder, it's been a, who gives so-and-so, this is what I used to think, who gives so-and-so the right to kill a life? That's not yours to fucking kill, right? And somebody sat down and explained it to me, like, back in the day, you would be anointed by God. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you would have the calling for that. So I think of the law or whatever as, mm -hmm. like, that. Um, and if you've raped somebody... And if you tortured somebody in that manner, especially when you're a child, I don't understand why there's a question about, like, death. It should be a, like, how are we going to do that shit? Right? And it's going to happen now. I still think that in certain cases, I'm not saying all cases, but in certain cases, like just let the family of the victim in with the dude or whoever. Five minutes. Just give him five minutes. You want to know what the Amish do? Hmm. They, um, there have been cases where people have like wronged Amish. I believe it's Amish. Mm -hmm. And they are such a freaking peaceful mm -hmm. bunch of people that they, they pray with them. They, they, they have gone to the jail and say like, I forgive you. Yeah. And there's, you know, and there they, are, they, there's they a lot that, of hey, people, but that's not me. There's a lot of people that will stand up at trial when they get like their victim impact statements and tell them like, I forgive you. And I'm not going to let what you have done haunt me for the rest of my life. I will not forget the person that you've taken out of my life, but I will not let you take any more of my life. Right. And there's something really freeing in that, I yeah. think. But at the same time, I just don't want to seem dead. Right. It's a, I'm glad it's not my job. Okay, so anyways, that's... It's a good thing that we're not in charge of any of that, because I'm not sure how that would go. It would be flip-floppy. I was, I'm super tired tonight, so I'm kind of like, all over the place. But I was really excited about this case. So thank you for letting me do it. Thank you for you guys listening out there for this nice little tangent we went on to. <laughs> right? Um, hey, they like our tangents. Yes. Yeah, so if anybody has any comments or wants to talk about this case, I would love it. Yes, because you can email us at nocturnaldistractions yeah. at gmail.com. Or you could like 
click on the link that I usually put that says the link to all the things. And that'll take you to a page that has a link to our website, to our Twitter account, our Instagram, our Facebook, every single listening platform you can find. You want to leave us written reviews and stars on Apple Podcasts, that'd be fantastic. You'll get shout outs, support buttons again to give us $5 or something because we really want to go to that haunted house. <laughs> and um, I feel like there's something else. Oh, my next case will be coming up. It's going to be a two-parter for sure. I mean, it's there's no, that's not even a question right now. It might even be a three-parter. It is about Mary Beth. Tining or I can't, I gotta remember, I gotta figure if it's Tining or Tining, um, who killed nine of her own children over a 14 year span. And yeah, it's a, it's a crazy case. None of them live past the age of like four and a half. Mm. Like if you guys thought Diane Downs was a terrible mother, like she ain't got nothing on this lady. Mm. Diane Downs was somebody who shot her. I think I told you that. Daughter of three kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I think Diane Downs is bad. Mm. Wait till you hear this story. But I actually have the book on this one. So when I have that much information in front of me, it's definitely going to be a, a lot harder. A lot harder. A lot harder. I'm not even going to give you how many parts it's going to be a harder. I feel like. What? I feel like. I feel like I don't like. I think I was all over the place in this and I want to re-record. <laughs> No, 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 because like you know what I keep telling place. people. I keep telling people like we are totally unscripted and unedited and completely raw. So if they don't like it, they they wouldn't be listening to us That's anymore. Now, true, they? man. So yeah, if having, you, like, you don't like it, you shouldn't be listening to us. Don't say that. No, I'm joking. I'm like, <laughs> I know, I know. That's I know. the whole point. They're That's the whole point. I know. I know. I just feel like this was such an, I was so excited and I'm still you so excited good. about I this. I mean, it's still good. Like, it's one of those ones where you don't have a lot of factual information. Like, I, there's nothing else you can do but, like, theories and here's what this one says, this, this one, and here's this one, and go with that. So we're not re-recording? No. Okay. No. I'm not even going to edit any of the audio out because I don't do that. Okay. Because we're unscripted and it's less work for me. And it's less of a it's because we're lazy people. No, it's not. Wait a minute. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All right. Shh. Good night, everybody. Don't give out our secrets, <laughs> April. God, shh. Damn it. Shh. I take long time, me, long time to, to edit this. We love stuff. you long time. Me I don't, I time. don't just <laughs> push the, I, I don't just push the publish <laughs> button. I mean, it's check you off. Just fucking good night, everybody. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>